Let's take a walk down memory lane. So back in college in my sophomore year, I was at a standstill, having to figure out if I wanted to quit college, move back to Los Angeles, or stay at San Francisco State, which was a state school that I had gone to without visiting the campus. So get this, I was all by myself. I didn't have a lot of friends back then. I was super introverted. I was just so unhappy. And honestly, I was depressed. I was anxious and I was depressed and very isolated. And I was in a very dark place. And this is the story of how traveling changed my entire life. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm one of the co-founders and co-hosts for Asian Wonder Woman. So excited for you guys to be tuning in today. I think this will be an interesting episode because you'll get to see a different part of me. I don't talk about this often. I just don't really like talking about my childhood in general, but I think college is a integral part of me growing up as with many people. And this is the story of how traveling actually changed my life in so many ways for the better. So back to college, I will say that I didn't work really hard in high school or college in general. Definitely not a test taker. I am not very gritty, I don't think. I was not, you know, the Valley Victorian. I was not the superstar. Yeah, I just was like a B minus, I would say, consistently through everything. Um, the only things that I was actually good at was sports. I was playing tennis, track, was tennis captain, did all the uh, like speech and debate, like activities and like putting things in practice, I was great at, but testing, I was terrible at. And I went to a very subpar school, San Francisco State University. I feel like many people don't even know this school, but I went to San Francisco State University because I wanted to get out of Los Angeles, went to the school and hated it. I just hated everything about it. The size, the people, it's just not very friendly in that. I don't know. I just did not vibe with the general campus. And I had gone through two years of school there and it was sophomore year where I was isolated during the summer because I was an office assistant and it was always cold and foggy and I was just super depressed. I remember just like spending my days like crying, like the entire summer just crying, watching TV, going to work, coming back and crying again. It was like terrible. And I remember like thinking like this isn't all life has to offer me. Like there must be more to life than just this. And I forgot, I think I was like walking around campus and I saw a study abroad brochure. And so CSU, which is a Cal State University uh, organization, they have an IP, it's international programs. And so I was just looking at it and thinking, oh, you know, I would really like to learn Mandarin. And so I chose to go to Beijing for a year. And so that year um, I had received a family, a Wang family scholarship for $6,000. I was able to join a cohort. There's like 10 of us back then going to China was not that popular, <laughs> but um, we all went together for that specific year. And it just changed my entire trajectory, it changed my entire life just going on this one trip. Because back then I thought I wanted to do just, you know, like communications. Like I was like, oh, maybe I'll just do be a writer or be a broadcaster. But then when I went abroad, I was like, wow, like I want to do cross-cultural exchange 
business or I want to do import exports or like I want to create businesses, et cetera. But I think the biggest thing about moving and traveling abroad was the mindset. Because when you're thrown into a different country, it's so uncomfortable. Like trying to navigate it all as like a young adult. I'm like, oh my goodness, like I have to learn how to get a SIM card in Mandarin. I have to learn how to order in Mandarin and cut my hair in Mandarin. Like try not to get scammed or run over by like, you know, by other people. And not only that, it was like living with new people that we were just so culturally different in so many different ways and just trying to assimilate into China. It was just so eye-opening. Like, I feel like I didn't even have time to be depressed. Like, everything was just so stimulating and there was just so many things to solve while I was overseas. And I think it just kept building my character more and more. It just kept like building on top of it. Like I became more confident because I was like fixing things for myself and I was putting myself out there. I became more talkative because I had to constantly like talk to people to ask for help or just to learn things. And I just became so much more like open-minded about things. There was actually like North Koreans who were in my class and uh, we didn't get to talk to them a lot, but it was fascinating because as an American, you would never get that close to a North Korean. But in China at Peking University, you have students from all over the world. And so, you know, we would ask them questions about what they like to eat and what they like to do. And we would be able to infer certain things about them. And they always had to wear like a badge. They only hung out with with each other and they just like kept quiet to themselves. And they were older too. Like they were learning Mandarin, but they probably were also like government workers. So I just opened my eyes. I was like, wow, there's such a huge world beyond California. (laughs) And I think when you're at that age, you realize like there's just so much more to life than being depressed in your college apartment. And so I think it was a very healing process for me that entire year. And it just changed the way that I saw the world and what I wanted to do with my life, with my career. And it just made me want to travel more and see more of it. So I'm a huge advocate for anyone who is interested in just studying abroad, working abroad. I think it's so important sometimes to understand that like not everyone will always excel in the circumstances that they were given. Sometimes we were meant to get out of those circumstances or to break out of it. It's like, I think when you live in autopilot or when you live in a loop, you are handed all of these things because it's just so convenient. It's just there, right? Like you grow up in the same neighborhood, you grow up in the same house with the same friends, like with the same mentality. Like imagine just never leaving that bubble. You don't get exposed to different ideologies or different cultures or different mindsets or different way of like looking at things. This is not to shit on anyone who doesn't want to leave their bubble. That's perfectly fine. I know so many people who are happy and comfortable living in that bubble and it's totally fine. But I'm just saying that for me, that's what I realized. Like when I'm unhappy, I think about the circumstances I'm given and like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm unhappy now. How can I change that? Like what will make me happier? So I think just pulling myself out of that environment, out of that (laughs) like cold, foggy city and in that apartment, like I changed my circumstances. And then when I came back to San Francisco, I was like, okay, you know what? I was like, I want to live in a neighborhood where there's more sun because San Francisco has microclimates. And I was like, I want to 
be more intentional about making better friends. And so like I went to join like an international business society and that was like such a great move because I met um, so much more like-minded people. And then I was like, oh, I want to work in tech. And so I started talking to people in tech. So it's, there's so many things that had happened over that course of time. And I think, again, if you are interested in just kind of changing your life or tweaking your life or just, you need inspiration, I would recommend traveling, honestly. Meet new people in Asian water woman community or people in other communities. If you're not an Asian female nomad, you can meet other people from different organizations or communities and put yourself out there. I think sometimes it is the best thing you can do for yourself, like staying at home, watching Netflix all the time. It doesn't help you. So um, this is just a very encouraging episode for all of those who want to change their lives. That's kind of just like how I did it. And I think uh, whenever I feel like I'm too comfortable or too, con- like, I wouldn't say content, but too comfortable and like bored, I think about, I'm like, okay, well, what's next? And what are the circumstances that I can change? So if you have any questions, I'm always happy to discuss more about my experiences and share thoughts around how you can live a life fulfilling to yourself. And if you are interested, join our community. We have an online Facebook group, we have a newsletter, and we also have AsianWaterWomen.com, the website. I am so excited to see all the folks who you know, take that step forward in changing their lives, whether it's through travel, changing their circumstances, because honestly, if I can do it, you can too. See you guys in the next episode. I'm the baddest chick.